The U.S. imperial strategist Henry Kissinger famously said that the United States has no permanent friends, only interests. And we can see this attitude in the way that the U.S. empire bullies countries that it considers to be its top allies. And a clear example of this is an incredible story that was published in Britain's newspaper, The Sunday Times, that details how the U.S. government bullied its top ally, so-called ally, Britain, with which it has a special relationship we constantly hear about from U.S. politicians. The U.S. bullied Britain to cut all business with China's technology company, Huawei, despite the fact that British government officials knew that the deals they had with China's Huawei were not in any way threatening national security interests. But the U.S. empire, which constantly talks about the importance of, you know, free trade and, and freeing the market, right? And criticizing socialism, criticizing state intervention in the economy, saying that every country in the world has to be run by billionaire capitalist oligarchs with no state intervention in the economy. Well, meanwhile, the U.S. is threatening its own allies and telling them that they can't do business with Chinese companies. And furthermore, not just the U.S. government overall, not just top U.S. officials, but specifically the CIA, according to, in the words of British intelligence officials, British spies, the CIA ran a black ops mission against U.S. ally Britain to force it to cut its economic relations with China. I'm going to just briefly summarize some of the main points of this article that was published in the Sunday Times. It is called 5G Wars, the U.S. Plot to Make Britain Ditch Huawei. Now, briefly, I'll say for people who don't know, Huawei is a major Chinese technology company that, that especially does a lot of, uh, works a lot with communications technology. People probably know their cell phones, which are, you know, very good phones, although you can't buy them in the U.S. because the U.S., which talks about the free market, has banned Huawei. But furthermore, Huawei also has developed very advanced uh, communications infrastructure for the internet and specifically for 5G technology. And Western corporations are behind in that technology. So the U.S. and its love of the so-called free market it has been trying to technologically handicap uh, Huawei and Chinese firms with sanctions and a trade war and all these measures to keep Western corporations, especially U.S. corporations, but also European corporations on top. And, and it doesn't want fair competition with Chinese tech firms. It shows how skin deep the U.S. commitment to the so-called free market is, because once again, it's not actually about freedom. It's always about maintaining the, the hegemonic control of U.S. corporations. Briefly, before I get into this article, I'll point out that the U.S. not only imposed sanctions on Huawei and took all of these you know, aggressive measures, but the U.S. also pressured another so-called ally, Canada, to imprison the chief financial officer, the CFO of Huawei, Meng Wanzhou. And she was imprisoned, detained by Canada in late 2018. And basically imprisoned, was detained and held in house arrest for three years until late 2021. And why? what was the rationale that the U.S. did? 
pressuring Canada to arrest her and then trying to extradite her to the U.S. It was for violating illegal unilateral U.S. sanctions on Iran, which are completely illegal under international law. So once again, we see the U.S. bullying its so-called allies to take these very aggressive measures against Chinese citizens and trying to imprison them and bully them and destroy their companies because the U.S. actually doesn't want competition. All it wants is a global dictatorship run by U.S. corporations. So anyway, here I'm getting back to this article now from the Sunday Times. And the subtitle of this article in the British newspaper is GCHQ, which is a British intelligence agency, was confident it could work safely with the Chinese tech firm. An American official thought otherwise, and in a cabinet office meeting, shouted about it for five hours. An incredible story that says a lot about US, uh, the U.S. government. So when Donald Trump came to power in 2017, the Five Eyes countries that you know share intelligence, these are the countries, the you know, Anglo-American, white settler colonialist countries that share intelligence between each other, they, were, they made a decision that they were going to work together to prevent misinformation from being spread by Donald Trump. But ironically, while they claimed, you know, we're against Donald Trump, the CIA and the National Security Agency sided with Donald Trump, with the White House, against China and specifically against Huawei, the major Chinese tech firm. So in 2019, a White House delegation traveled to London to discuss with British officials specifically about Huawei and the country, Britain's attempt to create a 5G cell network. The newspaper referred to it as a U.S. policy disruption mission. It shows how much the U.S. respects this, the sovereignty of its so-called allies. So in this meeting, U.S. officials shouted at the British officials for five hours Specifically, the U.S. official who was shouting for five hours was Matthew Pottinger. Pottinger is a former U.S. Marines intelligence officer, so he's a former spy. And the Donald Trump White House brought him in in 2017 to be the director of Asia for the National Security Council. Pottinger is a complete neocon, a total neoconservative, one of many neocons that so-called anti-Trump, uh, so-called anti-neocon populist Donald Trump brought into his administration, along with John Bolton and Mike Pompeo. So anyway, he oversaw the new Cold War on China, the trade war on China. He's a hardcore anti-China hawk. And Steve Bannon, you know, the far-right fascistic former chief strategist for Donald Trump, he described this neocon Pottinger as, quote, one of the most significant people in the entire U.S. government under Donald Trump. And the, the Times notes that Pottinger had played a key role in the White House's decision to impose tariffs on $200 billion of Chinese goods. So once again, this is one of the architects of the trade war policy that the Trump White House pursued against China. So this article is largely based on the testimony of the British intelligence officer, Kieran Martin of GCHQ. And what Martin said is that actually the British spies, clearly they were keen to work with the U.S. to counter China's strategic ambitions. So the, the Britain was totally on board with the U.S. in the new Cold War against China. 
However, these British intelligence officers, they said, the problem was on our side, we didn't think Huawei's limited involvement in UK 5G was the most important thing and a much wider strategic challenge. So the British intelligence officials were like, look, Huawei, this Chinese company had very little influence, very little access in the British communication system. It was not a threat in any way. But for the US, this was a political and an economic issue. It was not about technology. It was not about security. It was about trying to destroy any competitor, trying to destroy China's competition. So a British intelligence official recalled that the, these, this US, this neocon in the Trump administration, Matthew Pottinger, he just shouted and was entirely uninterested in the UK's analysis. The message was, we don't want you to do this. You have no idea how evil China is. It was five hours of shouting. <laughs> so these are the great US officials overseeing the so-called rules-based order in which the US makes the rules and orders everyone around. I mean, incredible. This is how the US treats its allies. So this article notes, by the way, of course, this wasn't just the Trump administration. Washington's hostility to Huawei goes back to 2012 in the Barack Obama administration when the U.S. House Intelligence Committee declared Huawei to be a national security threat. The Obama administration banned Huawei and another Chinese firm, ZTE, from U.S. government contracts. And U.S. intelligence agencies and White House officials repeatedly lobbied all members of the Five Eyes to ban Huawei on so-called national security grounds. New Zealand followed Australia and banned Huawei in 2018. Canada also banned Huawei this year, 2022. Mike Pompeo, former CIA director turned Secretary of State, he threatened Britain in a thinly veiled warning that all countries that used Huawei were a risk to the US. So once again, another threat to a so-called ally. And members of the office of Pompeo, they told Britain that they were risking their place in the Five Eyes if they decided to approve these contracts with Huawei. So the US, again, threatening its so-called allies in the Five Eyes, this intelligence sharing spy network. Then what happened in 2019, Trump signed an executive order banning Chinese companies, including Huawei, from selling equipment in the United States. And the U.S. Department of Commerce placed Huawei and 68 of its affiliates on a trade blacklist for activities contrary to the national security or foreign policy interests of the United States. There's that great free market that, you know, capitalism is supposedly based on, right? Love, love the free market. So Kieran Martin, who was from Britain's GG, GCHQ, this, spy, this intelligence agency, spy agency, he gave the U.S. neocon Pottinger, he gave him assurances that Huawei's work on the 5G network in Britain would not compromise its intelligence sharing channels because sensitive areas were linked to com computer networks that were not accessible to Huawei. So once again, these British government officials were saying, look, we're also anti-China, but Huawei is not actually threatening us. It has no access to this, this sensitive information. But of course, the U.S. is not actually interested in national security. This is all about 
trying to weaken its geopolitical adversary, China. It's all the new Cold War. So the British National Security Advisor, Daroke, he said the U.S. delegation didn't have any compelling technical arguments that undermined the GCHQ case. The encounter exposed that the U.S. case was political, not technical. The only reason for not excluding the Chinese company was because its products were significantly cheaper than those of its competitors, and they named Nokia and Ericsson, which are both European companies. So this gets us to the, th the heart of this issue. The thrust of this issue is that the U.S. did not want Europe to do business with China. This is all about cutting off Europe economically from China and, of course, Russia, which is what we see with the sanctions on Russia are aimed at trying to prevent Europe from doing business with Russia and especially from buying uh, oil and gas, from buying energy from Russia, closing the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Well, this is also this whole ordeal with Huawei is about preventing Europe from having technological uh, deals and building its infrastructure with Chinese firms in order to keep them all dependent on U.S. and European firms. So at the end of the day, Britain cut off all of its deals with China's Huawei and instead went with European firms, Nokia and Ericsson. Ironically, this is a kind of economic nationalism that, you know, that capitalism is supposedly against, right? That it's all supposed to be on the, based on the free market and what's on the best, what's based on the best deal and, you know, self-interest. Once again, this is, this is what the reality of capitalism is. It's always about, you know, imperialism. It's not actually about the free market. So continuing here, this article in Britain Sunday Times noted, this is one of, I think, one of the key quotes in this article. The CIA tried to discredit the UK's position on Huawei in the eyes of European allies. CIA officers met with their counterparts in France, Germany, Italy, and Norway in order to criticize Britain for what they called misjudgment. And British intelligence officials were outraged by what they described as a black ops mission facilitated by the CIA some even calling it a betrayal of friendship. <laughs> Once again, the U.S. doesn't have friends. It was Henry Kissinger himself, the leading, you know, former leading U.S. imperial strategist, former Secretary of State and National Security Advisor. Henry Kissinger famously said, the United States doesn't have permanent friends, only interests. And Britain, how many times is it going to learn it? Again and again and again. So then, of course, what happened in 2020 is Trump banned way, ban, uh, imposed sanctions and banned Huawei from using U.S.-made chips in its equipment. Two months later, Boris Johnson in 2020, the British prime minister, banned Huawei from operating in Britain. And by the way, that delayed Britain's 5G rollout by up to three years, so putting it behind technologically, and cost it at least $2 billion dollars to remove all Huawei 5G equipment from its networks. So once again, we see that Europe continues to prostrate itself before the US empire. The US empire is doing damage to the European economies in order to advance US interests against China and Russia. We see this again and again and again. And this article once again reiterates that the British intelligence agency, GCHQ, 
They had done a detailed analysis about the risk of Huawei, and they concluded that Huawei's technology was not at the core of their 5G network. It was okay. They agreed that Huawei equipment could only be used in certain parts of the network, and they did that because it was cheaper. And then the final quote in this article is, we in the UK, thanks to sanction, US sanctions, are now entirely dependent on Nokia and Ericsson. So this is the reality of how the US treats its so-called allies. We see that the US-led sanctions on Russia are bankrupting large parts of European industry, especially in Germany, where you see labor unions are actually protesting against these sanctions, saying that it's going to bankrupt entire industries, which means that these you know, good-paying unionized jobs in Germany, a lot of German workers are going to lose those jobs because the U.S. is so insistent on bleeding Russia economically to prevent Russia from having economic ties to Europe. Although, ironically, this is actually helping Russia in some ways because Russia is making more money from its oil and gas exports, which is another irony there. But anyway, the U.S. in its new Cold War is has been forcing Europe to go against its own economic interests to go against China and Russia in order to advance the interests of U.S. corporations and also some other European corporations. So in the short term, this is doing a lot of damage. In the long term, as economist Michael Hudson has said in the interviews that I've done with him, this is going to turn Europe into an economic dead zone. It's doing a lot of economic damage to Europe. But once again, as Henry Kissinger said, the U.S. empire has no permanent friends, only interests. It's pretty dangerous to be a so-called friend or ally of the U.S. empire.